Now my dogs are barking, acting up. What's up, George? What's going on in the House of Craze tonight? In the House of Craze tonight, we have Mr. Ari Gross, and he's going to be talking to us about his book, Awakening, and other things. And we're going to be diving into who he is. We're also going to be doing a Get Your Mets segment, part two today. We're going to be talking about how much money is enough. And we are diving into that topic, which is a part two we did from a topic back in June, I believe. So that's coming up next. Check it out. Let's get it. <laughs> For independence all around, giving you a platform to spread your word all over town. Cast the craze is the place to promote to your fans with the dream of Medina and Sam the Crazy Man. Subscribe to our show and never miss an episode. It's time to get your mans, listen to us on the go. Updated every week, we never miss a day. Join the squad, come on in. It's time to cast the craze. If you are an independent, cast the craze. Making moves on your own, cast the craze. On your grind in the streets, cast the craze. Join the movement, catch the craze! Yeah, George, we did it again. Come on now, now you want to do it. Catch the craze. Welcome to Catch the Craze Podcast. I'm your host with the most Sam the Crazy Man Vera. And I am with George the Dreamer Madina. What's happening, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Catch the Craze. We are live today. It is February 28th, 8 p.m. here in the East Coast, 7 p.m. wherever Sam is at. And we are back. We are doing another live show. We have Mr. Ari Gross on the show. We're going to be talking to him about his book called Awakening and other things. And uh, we're also going to be talking about, you know, just how much money do you need, man? How much money do you really need? And we'll dive into that. That's, that is a part two. We are continuing the conversation for those of you who have crowdfunding campaigns. We're going to talk a little bit about how much is enough to, uh, to get these things going. But before we get all that going, I want to let you guys know that if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel, comment below, like, do all those things. We are going to be announcing something cool very soon. I will talk to Sam about it once we get off, because I don't think he knows it yet. Um, but yeah, we have we have a few things going on this so far. This year has started off really good, Sam. I mean, other other than listen, we still haven't gotten to a thousand subscribers, which is what we're trying to get. So if you haven't done yet, what's up with that? But other than that, dude, the month, the, 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 the year, the year of twenty twenty three has been busy, bro. Busy, yes. busy, busy, busy. Get busy, yo. Yeah, 2020's been dope. Um, it's uh it's been slowly progressing to be a good year, you know what I mean? So um, I'll take the wins where I get them, you know, because you know, 2022 was tough, um, uh, 2021 was tougher. Um, so um I think I think the universe is like, yo, you know, let's ease back a little, man. We know we you know, we drag them through the mud, let's ease let's ease back. So 2023 is looking looking good. Thank looking you, very universe. good. Yes, very good. A big shout out to, to the people in the chat already. ASAP Imagination, Brain Cross Press, Technic Gods. I like how the guys are all using their business names. You know, they're not coming in here like, you know, ladies, you know, Dave, uh, you know, Mike. Is that you, Michael? I don't know if that's Michael because it, it could be. Oh, uh, there he is. There he is. You know. There he is. 
Oh, see Michael Lanning in the house. Welcome, welcome everyone. Thank you for, for coming on and uh, catching the show. But yeah, 2023, it, it's, it's, it's starting to be something, something of a good year, especially for you, Sammy. I, I see you've been posting about some very good news, not just yeah. for yourself, but for duty. Duty, yeah. for those who don't know, there's an in my toilet is the book where duty is the star, Sam is the artist. So uh, yeah, I saw some of that. That was kind of dope. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. So yeah, yeah. So I've, um, you know, I got hit up by um, a kid with a comic. Um, it's a publication. It's a newspaper that's going to be distributed to bookstores uh, and comic shops. Um, and they they saw my Kickstarter. They saw the the duty, and they said, "Hey, you know, we love to have you, you as a you do it as a comic strip." I said, "That's how duty actually started out." which is crazy. And uh, so we talked for a, a, a little bit. It took a little while. And um, I was like, all right, cool. I'm in. And so um, um, I already submitted the first strip. I'm working on the second strip. I, I should have that to them by this weekend. So which, um, um, I think the first publication hits the stores right in time for summer. So I'm excited about that. Um, you know, on top of that, not only that, but the graphic novel, volume number one, you know, that one launches yeah. on Kickstarter April 4th. Um, so that's the first volume. And that actual volume will be hitting stores. Um, so that Kickstarter is really is paying for the ISBN number and barcode because I'm using um, a print-on-demand distributor that uh, distributes to all the bookstores. They do all the legwork. Um, they get into all the um, the databases for the libraries and the bookstores and all that stuff. And I'm just going to get on the phone and call them up and say, yo, what's up? Hook it up. Make your yeah. order. Right? That's so, um, yeah, so um so from that aspect, I'm hoping to hit the winter timeline for duty in the stores, the graphic novel, but also the comic strip will get into the stores before that. So, you know, um, and there's some other things I'm working on behind the scenes. So more to come on that. That's cool. Then penguins in the bottom. <laughs> Thank that, you, is, that is cool. That is cool. I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah. Man, uh, so make sure if you haven't done so yet, sign up to the new campaign that's launching April 4th. We will have uh, launch party here on the craze. So make sure you tune in for that. Big shout out again to the guys in the uh, chat. I see there's a lot of chatter in there and I, we appreciate you guys. Technic Gods, Michael San Martino, make sure you check that out. He's got a book called Technic Gods. So big shout out to him. Uh, Rain Cross yeah, Press. Yeah, wait for the next issue. Yeah, yeah, no. Rain Cross Press was our sponsor uh, mm -hmm. last week's show. So big shout out to Whoa. him. Make sure you check that out. ASAP Imagination, you need to say no more. Check out ASAPImagination.com. Check out those books. And uh, C. Michael Lanning's got a Kickstarter right now called Doghouse. So check that out. He is the artist on that book. So check yeah, that out. Yeah, Big shout out to that. I don't have a dog barking. I would have had one in the background, but go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> well, you're, you're your dog. Your dog. Uh, he said, me too, Sam, me too. But yeah, no, as far as, far as that goes, uh, I'm also doing a couple of things. I'm working on a couple of things. I have, uh, I have obviously, ASAP Imagination, big partner of mine. We have GIG, G-I-G, Global Indie Group. For all those you, all those indies who have an idea but don't know how to get it off the ground, check out GIG. You can go in there. Uh, yeah, no doubt, see? Check out GIG. You can get uh, go to the website, sign up. And if you are, say, for example, you have a concept, an idea for a story, don't know how to get it going, need a writer, you can find one there if you need a artists you can find one there it's a one-stop shop check it out make sure you go to globalindiegroup.com when i have the guys on the show and the gals Lori, big shout out to her because uh so we can talk a little bit more about the uh about the platform itself yeah. i'm also gonna be writing a book over there sam 
Yeah, man. Oh, big, big excited about that. I can't wait to start on that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, an interesting 2023, man. I think there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of creative juices flowing, and we're gonna be doing a lot of things, man. Oh yeah, and if you're out there in Puerto Rico, I'm coming for you. I'll be at the Puerto, Puerto Rico. Rico. Oh, in April. Oh. I'm ready to get my uh, coquito, coquito on, right, and uh, get my drink on and have fun. So you're uh, gonna I'm be in the, the whole time. Stop, <laughs> coquito. I'm at the I'm at a sweet I'm at a sweet digs and uh, they got a nice they got a big oh, ass bar so okay, I'll be okay. sipping okay. on some syrup. But, but you're uh, different in Puerto Rico. You're a different guy in Puerto Rico. Okay, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm heading out there at the Puerto Rico Comic Con. April it's April seventh through the 9th. Um, uh, my booth is one twenty five. So go check me out. Um, it's gonna be the first time I've ever been there. So it's gonna be dope. And then uh, right after that, I'm at the Central Texas Comic Con, which is in Waco, Texas. So um, April's a big month. Uh, two cons back yeah. to back. Yeah. So I got to make sure I got my inventory on. So it's going to be dope. Word. Who, who did I? Did you drop an F bomb? I dropped. I, oh, dropped who did I, I did. Come on, Sam. What are we I doing know. over here? I know. I was I like, who did it? Who did it? It's just I, I, I didn't even tonight either. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bloody oh hell! Oh my god! Hey, for so those. For those interested, for those interested in figuring out how to do conventions cost effectively, check out the Art of Samuel channel where Sam breaks that down as well. So if you haven't subscribed to that channel, make sure you do so as well. There's an interesting yeah, word. Check video. out the Art of Samuel. It's growing yeah. nicely. Um, the newest one is two conventions in one month and yeah, how, how much it cost. Uh, if you haven't checked that out, and yeah. uh, and also check out the newest episode of the Crazy Channel. Less I understand, but don't quit. So check that out. It's a really good segment. Um, yes. yes, we got a lot of good stuff happening uh, um, coming down the pike. Don't wait. What's it? Don't you have to say your <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. Oh, say this back. Check at George for bro. I won't be there. I won't be there. You want me to record it? You want me to just record it? Just play it to you know, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have the app when they talk in Spanish. He's gonna say it in oh English to me. When they're talking English, he's gonna say it in Spanish. Don't <laughs> Yo, tell me Puerto Rico. AI, tell bro. Me. I'm going. I'm going with a bot. <laughs> Listen, tell, tell them you're Italian or something. Don't tell them you're Puerto Rican. They, they're going to look at you like, look at this guy. Uh, I'm going to tell them you're Persia. <laughs> yeah, tell them you're a prince. You're a That's prince it. somewhere in the Middle East. That's it. <laughs> I know. I, know. I, got, side. I, yeah, I already got a few phrases to say out there. After that, they got me stumped. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Don't judge uh, me because my Spanish is broken. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and if you guys are going to be in Boston... Uh, the weekend of April 22nd, I'm going to be out there with, uh, with Mr. Jonathan Syfax. We're going to be walking the floor. So check us out over at Wicked. Wicked oh, I thought you guys had a booth. You, oh, I didn't know. No, we're just going to go chill. We're going to go hang out. We're going to go hang out. Check out the scene. You know what I mean? Check out the scene and just, uh, nice. just network. Do a little networking with our fellow indie creators out there. So that should be a good time. So if you are going to be in the, in the Boston area, check us out. Uh, if you see me walking the, 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 uh, the, Aisles, don't tackle me. Just say hello. Oh yeah. Oh, and just just breaking news, everybody. Um, oh, breaking news. Breaking news. Yo, what happened to the breaking news? Yo, is that, is, that, is that really breaking news? But if you oh. want me to play it, yo, I, I, do it. We haven't Let's used that. It. We haven't used that in a minute. It's Tops in the Bronx. <laughs> yeah, we we that. It's been a while, kid. Okay, so what's going on? Talk to me. No, the Kickstarters are shipping out this week. So, um, yeah, I've been <laughs> we wasted it. We wasted I told you it wasn't breaking news, <laughs> but you wanted it. You got to uh, give the fans what they want. 
That's what I mean. That's what So the Kickstarters are going out this week. I've been packing everything and shipping, uh, getting so it'll actually be out the door by Friday into the um, post office's hands. So you should start seeing it in your mailbox by next week sometime. So I'm excited about that. So um, you know, I said I was going to get it to you guys early. A oh, man of my word. You know, almost had a delay. Comics Wellspring was, you know, they were slipping on me, but uh, they made it happen. You know, I uh, I applied the pressure that came through at the at the end, so that was good. I applied the pressure. I applied the pressure. I said, yeah, you know who I are. They were like, <laughs> yeah, you better hope they send you the right comics. You know, once time I, I haven't oh, even opened it yet. Yeah, I, oh. I started packing. I started sorting everything, but but with all the all the accessory stuff. And uh, and I've been put, put, putting the names on the table by the boxes, and I haven't actually unwrapped the 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 the, the boxes. You're still in the box. Everything else is sorted. Dude, I, I once got a shipment from a whole different, like from Kablam, right? I, I ordered some books, and they sent me somebody else's books, like like fifty or six, like maybe seventy five, but whatever. It was a lot of books. I. And this was before, this was a few years ago. This was before Instagram. So I don't even know who the person is. Like I try to Google them to find them to say, hey, I got a bunch of your books that they never received. I wonder if Kablam just sent them a whole new batch, but I have that batch of books. I got to find it. I got to see who they are. Maybe able to find them now. Be like, hey, Luke, remember that book that you printed out like five years ago? I got gone to every comic shop and sold them 10 each. Yo, 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 I got you distributed, brother. So I took my feet. Fella. Fellas in the house, what a <laughs> Yeah, you would have made money off the poor guy. Man. I said, Yo, you're distributed. I got you into 50 stores. You're distributed. I just took my cut. Thank you. Unbelievable. <laughs> I just took my cut. Here's the rest. Yeah, so I, 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 I got to find them. I, I wonder who they are. Now, see, now I'm going to have to go and look for that box. Hope I see yeah. Uh, But yeah, man, so so that's what's going on. And uh, yeah. what else? What else we got going on, Sam? I, I, I knew there were a few things I wanted to talk about, but. What, uh, what else? Episode 500 coming around the corner. So that's oh going to be God, good. Episode 500. Yeah. yeah we got about that episode slipping. Slipping. Oh, uh, yeah. So episode 500 is coming right around the corner. It's been dope. Um, <laughs> Mike Make it a perk on the next campaign. <laughs> you know, there's over a thousand freaking videos on the ch- on the channel. Yeah, I'm sure. Hey, I believe it. I believe it. But you know what's killing? You know what's killing it right now? Make it the perk. You know what's killing it right now is uh, shorts. Yeah, not, not the shorts you were to Puerto Rico, like video shorts. Easy, easy, standing up, you know, showing off. They wear short shorts, near for short shorts. Remember that commercial? Easy, <laughs> it's a family, it's a family show. Put that, put that MA thing back up there. <laughs> it's a family affair. Yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, shorts is, yeah. is is a new thing. It's the new thing in town. Yeah, the YouTube YouTube shorts, man. They're really taking shorts, over. Yeah, they're trying to compete with TikTok. Yeah, well, everything. Yo, the attention span of people have has really just died. Yeah. <laughs> died. We have no attention span. Like, I don't even know how, you know, we, we have like an hour show. I, I think by the by five, 15 minutes, people are like, okay, <laughs> let me go uh, see yeah, what's on that, here. Yeah, that's that's because we're lovable guys. <laughs> Just like at Lou, Lou in the house. What up, Lou? Darn those short shorts. Yeah, they right up. They right up. Darn those short shorts. Shave your legs, bro. Shave the legs, man. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Listen, we're, we're getting a little sick over here. You know that? Wait, true story. True story. Oh, uh-oh. Back when I was a teenager, I was training to be a bodybuilder. And so to I used to take you neat. I used to go in the shower, take neat in air, my whole body. Because you had to take photos. With, now, with, I'm really with now I'm really freaking sick. <laughs> 
<laughs> now I'm going to throw up. You really stopped the whole thing to tell us about that? <laughs> Doom scrolling, yes. I don't know. I think I'm getting, since you're getting sick, George, I think you need your medicine. Yes, please. Let's get some meds. How much is enough? Partu. Partu, man. Partu. So back in June, I think the show aired in, on June 10th. Check it out. Episode 400 and something. We talked about uh, crowdfunding campaigns and what we should set our goals. <laughs> nice segue. It was all planned. It's all part of the script. Yeah, um, yeah so we do. That's how we do. Um, Sam tells a disgusting story. We all get sick and we go get your legs. But you like my legs. What's no, mine? no, bro. No, you, you, you're making me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> yeah, come on, let's hug it out. Chest bump. Um, so anyway, so yes, we were talking about about crowdfunding and Word. how much what we how much we should set our goal for Word. and you know we we do what we do on, on get your mad we talked about you know different things so like make sure you cover your expenses right like when you're setting this goal how much money should i ask for well what's going to cover your expenses but we've done a few camp well you've done a few campaigns now i mean i i did one campaign and you know i'm, I'm pondering <laughs> the next one uh, but 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 we have learned a lot, and I've learned a lot from you, just watching you go through the whole thing. And so, you know, for my sorrow, go ahead. Which is why a part two came about, because for those who do crowdfunding campaigns, right? And sometimes you sit there, okay, what, what, how much? What do I ask for? Do I ask for five hundred? Do I ask for a thousand? Ask for six thousand, seven thousand? Now there are different ways you can go about this, right? You can do the math. And see what you need. So if you're if you're a writer and you're hiring an artist to do your book, how much is your art, artist charging you? How much do you think to you know how much you're gonna need to produce the book, print it, ship it, you know, add-ons, you know, all that other fun stuff. Do the math, come up with a number, and bam, fifty thousand dollars, like Michael says, right? Boom. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, that's what you need. And then you make that your goal, right? That's one it's way to go. About leader, bro. What's up with that? That's one way to go about it. Or you can set a goal low enough where you know you're going to fund so that you fund, right? Now, the, the cons against that is that it might not be enough to pay your artist if you haven't finished the book, right? Word. The pros are that you're probably going to fund and you're probably going to make the money that you need and you're going to look like it's a successful campaign. So, <laughs> dollar. Uh, $2 plus tips. I, li I like the, the suggestions you said. But... <laughs> but but I think that when you're setting these goals, and now that we've done this <laughs> a while here, first of all, as far as I'm concerned, the book should be done. Like I know that crowdfunding is to get your book finished and to get your to produce your book, and this is why you're putting money together. But the way I feel like the way crowdfunding has has evolved within comics, people expect their comics right away, like because. You know, a lot of a lot of self-publishers, indies, are using crowdfunding as almost like a store. You know, people are putting comics, you know, quarterly, sometimes two, three, you know, two, three months you're seeing a new comic. So if you're waiting on a comic to be completed, you may not get people to come back for your second one. Right? How long do we wait for one particular comic book that finally came in? Just like, like 18 months? 
it was yeah, it was a while, right? And it was because the book, yeah, it was the book wasn't finished yet. And yeah. the goal was high and they reached the goal, but the book wasn't done. So here we were waiting for it. Uh, no taxes, baby. So I think that when you're doing your, and there's another way to, 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 to calculate, don't try and fund for an 88 page book. Uh, then you're saying, look, looking in the mirror. No, you, you should try to fund it, but I, I feel like you should have it finished first. What do you think, Sam? Talk to us. I think you were nice. I think, I think you should, you should have shown the bet and say, yo, finish your, excuse my language. Uh, hold back, hold back. Regress. I regress. Anyway, so, uh, finish the book, damn it. Um, it just gives us a bad rep for the indie community. Make sure you have that ready. Go, you know, get in the game ready. But what I say is the way I look, I've done enough that now I do an average, right? I do an average. What's my average unit count per campaign? I take, I take all, I've done nine. I take all nine campaigns and I, and I, and I, and I, create, I create an average. And I said, this is the, the average amount of units I have, I have to, I've printed based on these nine. So I'll set my goal based on the printing cost, shipping cost, supply cost. And that's how I'll create, I'll create the goal for that minimum count. Anything beyond that, is is what I want, but I, I'll start there because now we'll have some data to to work with because I know that this is my average back account, this is my average unit count, this is whatever. So I I'll do the math there. If you're coming in offhand, I would say start with the bare minimum. What if I only got 25 backers? How much would it cost me to print it, ship it, get the box and boards and all that stuff, the labels, all that stuff? What would it cost me to just to break even, right? Um, if you don't have an artist or whatever that you're paying for. Right. And I would start there. Um, the 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 risky thing when you're an unknown and you're coming into Kickstarter and it's your first one and you have, you know, seven variant covers. You got to pay those artists for you got interiors. You got to pay an artist for you got whatever. All these people you got to pay for. And you haven't paid for because you told me you're going to run a Kickstarter that that's a risk. It's a huge risk um, um, because there's no guarantee. And. Nine times out of 10, that group of people that you got to pay, they're not going to help promote it. They just want to get paid, right? So you're, you got to think about that as well. So what was, you know, how long did you, um, how long did you have that landing page up? You know, have it up for a few months, promote, 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 and, and try to get as many people um, to support it as possible before you launch. We've seen in these that, you know, we've given them advice. They come on the show. We recommended the three the three episode series that we did with JD Calderon and they still ignored all the warning signs and they launched and, um, yeah, and they didn't do any of the things that we recommended or that Kickstarter recommended Kickstarter. When you, when you, when they approve your landing page, they send you a whole list of things where you can educate yourself so you can prepare on how, what you should you do next. So I think when you think you're smarter than the system, you're going to hurt yourself, but yeah, um, have, yeah. just have a, uh, just have a fundamental number in the beginning, if you're doing it, if you're the only, if you're the artist, the sole artist, right? You're not paying anybody. Start small, you know. But I've seen guys come out of nowhere and they said, "I want fifty thousand dollars" because they look at Brian Polito and they think I'm going to make that kind of money. Brian Polito's been in the game since I was, since we broke into comics. You know, he's been yeah since chaos. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So this guy has a fan base and a reputation. Um, don't yeah. try to don't try to play in the big leagues. You're in the minor leagues. You know, um, listen to there's a lot of podcasts out there where people are sharing their experiences and there's a lot of knowledge out there. Do your homework. Don't go crazy. Yeah, man. I think that if you're a first time uh, crowd funder, right, you're doing your crowdfunding for the first time. I think it's imperative that you go out there and, and, and promote the crap out of your stuff and make sure that you get a follow so that when you do launch, you know that you're going to have, 
you know, a good number of people that are going to be, uh, you know, pledge into the campaign. You can do that through many things. You can go, you know, JD Rosario, big shout out to him. He's a big proponent of uh, uh, mailing lists, right? So you can have yeah. something set up like that when you go to campaigns, before, I mean, to conventions. Talk to people at conventions when they're buying your book. Hey, sign up for my page. You don't. You, you have to do the legwork if you're gonna if you're gonna be there for the first time and you and you have a big number in mind, then you got to do your homework. I yeah. think that I think that that's first timers. Now, let's say for example, let's say for give you another example, Sam. Uh oh. You 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 have a crowdfunding campaign. It was your first one, and you made money, right? You made. I get on, money. Money. I get. What, what's uh, what's been caused? Any suggestions on what to do if you're a writer and not an artist? But on my bank robbing days, I'm behind me, put on too much weight. Oh man, see now, here's the thing, right? Uh -oh. Me, I I paid out of pocket for myself. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, it was it was it wasn't easy, and it's not easy to just come out of pocket for a lot of that stuff. But I I use crowdfunding to almost like try to make try to recoup some of that money back, which you probably won't do all the time. But I right. think that, unfortunately, uh, train robbing, unfortunately, I think you have to kind of like, you know, dig in and do some of that stuff. Maybe as a writer, uh, do some freelance writing gigs and try to, you know, raise some money that way. You know, do, do things like that. Use prose, you know, write prose, something that you don't need an artist for and self-publish that kind of stuff. See if you can sell that kind of stuff. I think hmm. you, you need to use maybe some of your skills to do some of that stuff. If people need writers, you know, go go get some. Maybe, maybe, you know, subscribe and to gig and go get a gig, you know, go to, uh, you know, uh, do that kind of stuff. So, uh, but, but, but let me, let me get back to what I was saying, telling you guys about as far as like, what if you had a successful campaign, Sam, and you made $6,000? I use my sexy looks, Philip. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> Yo, Sam, what are you doing? Get, get. What happened? I'm gonna you. No, Philip is making jokes. We got people in the chat. Here with the head down. I'll bring the sticks back. Oh my god, Jesus! He's, he's in. He's in his phone texting Puerto Rico right now. What are we doing? <laughs> we started with pros and turned it into comic and finance. There you go. There you go. That's what I'm talking What's your about. question? Uh, well, I was asking it, but you had a loan from George, 38% interest. Yo, Mike, we're gonna have to talk after this show, brother. You're giving me some good ideas. Um, okay, so you, you so you had a campaign, your first campaign, it was successful. You yes. made six thousand dollars, right? What I've seen is I've seen that same artist say, Oh, damn, I made six thousand, so my goal next campaign is gonna be seven thousand, and they go that way. I think personally that's a mistake. Chase. Because we, and you've done these, and mm -hmm. I've done these campaigns, there's a drop off sometimes in that second campaign, right? Because when you're a first timer, when you're out there doing your thing and you're, you're out there, your family and friends are supporting you, right? They want to come out. You should see my sexy cosplay cover. Oh, no, that's before. okay. Well, hey, Phil, Phil, uh, <laughs> it's a family show, Phil. It's a family <laughs> show. <laughs> um, so, so this is this is this is what I think. I think you should you should look at your 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 backers. So, say for example, I'll give an example: 135 backers. 137 is what I had. Let's do it. 135 backers. Mm -hmm. You take a look at that as a first time, you know, person as a first time crowdfunder. You 135 backers. That was great, right? You got to think that out of those 135, I would say maybe 25 percent of those were family and friends who wanted to see you do well and wanted to support you. So they went out and they pledged to the to your campaign. 
Those people also don't understand how crowdfunding works most of the time. And they think that, oh, good, George made his money. I don't have to support him for the next one because I already got him on this one. So they're gone. So now you lost about 25% of people that say now you have 100 people that you think are going to come back. How much are you selling your book for? $15 a pop, maybe? 100 times 15, 1,500. Set your goal at 1,500. If your goal is for 1,000, this one comes around, maybe do it for 1,500. You know what I mean? What do you say? Right. I don't want to show it. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I want to see it. So maybe, maybe you, you go that route where you start you know, looking at your back account and using your back account as a way to decide, okay, how much should I ask for next time? If the back account was 50 people, you know, is that your way of asking me a question and then answering it yourself? Well, I figured, I figured you're not really paying attention. I might as well answer my own question. Sam is not paying attention. So I might as well just go for it. You know what I mean? Here's my answer. I might as well. I might as well. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to you know, tell I, 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 I am the engineer here, so I got a lot of moving parts. Oh, is that what it is? I know your moving parts were on your phone. Yeah, stop um, looking. <laughs> nah, I'm peeking, bro. I'm like, I'm like, what you got there? Bro? What are you looking for, bro? What you got there, bro? Same <laughs> that person that leaves that peeps peeks over the, the urinal over here, you little. Yeah, that happened to me. Oh no, stop. All right, enough. All right. I told you the story. No, you did not. I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> anyway. Hey George, why are you in the hallway? George is squatting. He he climbed in a window of an empty depart apartment. Check out my apartment. He climbed into a window of an empty apartment, bro. I got, I'm too loud. I got kicked out of the house. I, really, I, I wasn't texting. I was letting 911 know your location. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? <laughs> your opinion my location? Whoever you got tied up in that closet, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> for George's Mets again. Yes. Thank you. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah. What was the question? Sam, what do you do? All right. I'll let you answer. What do you do? What do you suggest for somebody who you, made I, you, you don't a go bundle? Up. You don't go You don't up. go up. I say you please you keep the same number for every campaign. Just keep the same number. Really, you keep it consistent. You don't need to bother. Yeah, because um, what happens is <clears throat> I was paying those artists, dude. That, that, I lost my house. It's over. I'm in, a, I'm in somebody else's apartment. That's amazing. how many guys have we seen that they they went they had a stellar Kickstarter launch. They come back and they raise it and they can't make it and they don't make the second one, right? And so I, I was like, don't don't assume because you got you got people who are just gonna back you because they want the number one. If that's your first campaign, right? So again, sometimes they don't even come back for your number two. They just wanted that number one because they say, maybe one day this guy might pop off. I got the one in my collection. Um, George will be rolling in the interest soon. You know what I'm saying? So I, I say, don't, 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 don't get over overzealous. Stick with the same formula. If you got a formula that works, keep it there and they'll come, you know, but um, number one, you, you, you save your mental being, you know, and the stress that comes with, oh man, how come I didn't get funded? Oh man, because it's stressful. When you're trying to fund your campaign and, and 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 backers are not returning or, you know, you're not funded in the first week, you're not funded that first week, that is going to be a long four weeks because oh, now yeah. you have to promote, promote, promote. You're going to annoy people. People are going to say, I'm tired of seeing this guy post. You know, it's like, ah, oh, I'm going to stop following these guys. This guy's obnoxious, right? But you're there, DEFCON 5, all hands on deck, alert, alert, alert. Man, listen, my, my, my go-to goal number is a thousand. Nice round number, a thousand dollars for the campaign. That's that's my that's that's the goal. I think that's the goal to set. Now, if people are saying, well, you know, I want a little more, okay. What I'm saying is if you want more and this is your second or third campaign and you're trying to figure out how to do it, I say just use your bank account. See how many people actually came back. 
You know, the other thing you got to remember, man, a lot of people pledge to these books and they never open or read the books. Word. So they don't I, even I'm know if the story's of, good. I'm, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, I have, me too. I have I, an entire I, long box full of yeah. Kickstarters that are still in the box that came and I haven't opened because, you know, there, there are months where I, I backed six or seven campaigns and I'm like, and then they all show up at the same time and I just put it in a box because I have... I have already a list of things that I'm reading now. Like, like I just received the art of DuckTales. And so I'm, I'm having fun with that one, but, um, you know, so it's like, so there's things that are on my priority list. I backed the, the because I either, I either like the artist or the writer or I like the work. Um, and, uh, so, but I haven't gotten to a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. what, what is, uh, what did Paul, uh, what did Phil say? The campaign will make why it's going to make no matter what it's going to make, no matter your goals. So, Set low and get paid. Something as opposed to, yeah, I, I think, I think that yes, you do need to put a dollar amount down. But I think your your hustle has to be the same, no matter yes. what. In other words, yes. and when I say the same, I mean a hundred and ten percent. Like hustle has to be uh, insane. Like your hustle has to be no matter what your goal is. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, with that said, <laughs> That's right. with that said, we do have a guest in the waiting room, and it's about that he time. Is that we're he is in. waiting. So let's bring in our guest, Mr. Ari Gross, and let's get this popping. Ooh, okay. What's Yo. up, Ari? Oh. Hey, guys, how are you saying? Huh? Hey, what's going on, brother? Hey, man. I'm, uh, it's great hearing you guys talk about like uh, uh, the Kickstarter and funding and all this stuff because, I mean, this. so my campaign just finished, and the biggest question for me was like, how much, right? Like, you know, <laughs> how like, much? Yeah. who the fuck knows? Like, I, you know, like <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> How did you come up with your number? What, what, what was your method? Uh, uh, I looked at what I needed, what I knew I needed. Okay. I was like, okay, okay, I spoke to, so so I should say, so I, I knew going into it that I wasn't going to have enough to pay. Uh, I wasn't going to be able to raise enough to pay for like my artists and mm -hmm. cover and letter and editor stuff. And I was like anything. So I'm just, I'm going to pretend that's sunk cost right now. Just sort of right. put that, put that to one side. And then what's it going to take for me to make this book, which is done, except for like the, the backer page at the end, you know, with people's names and whatever. What's it going to take for me to print that and send that? And I said, okay, that's that's a number. And then I went to everyone and was like, okay, what do you think about this? And they was like, you can go higher, you know, and you can be more ambitious. And, you know, I, I took a look at, I, I did some, I, I also like wrote this little like tiny computer program to like, uh, put in different parameters and make you like different estimates of like where your campaign would be based on like the distribution of like the campaign and stuff. So I got, I got super nerdy about it. And <laughs> at the end it was like what I expected. It was more money wise than I expected. Yeah, I was yeah. expecting between 50 and 60 backers. I was like, if I make that, I'm going to make it. Even if I don't have any high tiers, even if I don't have like right. friends and family being like, here's 150 bucks for like right. original art for the highest tier. And it turned out that I like if you take away all the high tiers, I like just made it. And so I was like, oh, that's mm -hmm. amazing. Like anything on top of that's kind of gravy. Like it goes towards paying my artist. Uh, I also told told my artist because I'm selling some of the original art for the high tiers, I was going to give them a cut of that. Uh, right. You know, because because I thought you know the the book the you know, just to work everything. I was like, if you give me the art, I'll sell it. I'll give you something. So like you know, I didn't want to put because I want to keep the amount of new stuff I was creating for the campaign. Yeah. low in terms of just the variety of stuff and also how much i would have to pay other people to do it because right. it's one thing because like if i'm one thing i did is i for a stretch goal i did trading cards i've always wanted to do trading cards i love like the marvel marvel like yeah, trading yeah. cards from like the 90s it's like mm -hmm. as a kid i just collected those like crazy and i was like i'm gonna do that that's part of my comic thing you know it's part yeah. of my brand that's part of the thing i want to do so uh 
you could go to a company and say, I want to like you to print trading cards and that's a whole lot. Or you could like buy the, uh, like, actually it's no longer like this. It's one of these, like the, uh, the cutters, yeah, the cutters you know, and, like the, yeah. order mm -hmm. it. So I was like, everything I do, I'm going to like, I'm going to be the person who's putting in the effort. Uh, I'm going to be the person who's spending just money for overhead to keep as many costs down as possible. And just like, you know, sweat equity, right. Or whatever, not sweat equity, whatever the term is like, you know, put in the yeah. effort for that. Right. So right. that's how right. I figured it. So I was like, try to keep new spends and people were, so I only have one cover and mm -hmm. people were like, do you want a variant cover? And I was like, I could, but that means I have to like consider multiple production runs. And then I have to yes. pay another person for another cover. And I was like, I'll keep you shit. Simple as fuck. Yeah. First time out the gate. Like let's yeah. like, let's just get it done. You know? Right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and that's that's a good point. When you when you look at variant covers on a book, you have to now think about, oh wow, if one person orders it, I, ha I still have to print it. It's not like, hey man, I didn't that's make right. the print, so you know I'm not gonna be able to get you. No, you have to get it, and now you may have to print 25 of them because there's a there's a minimum that you have to print, and now you're stuck with these other covers that nobody paid for, but you still have to have them. Um, yeah, so there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into it. Was that was that? Yeah. Right? I was just saying, yeah, my minimum, I think the minimum print of the place I'm looking at is like 50 copies. So like right, right. I'm, I'm making more than 50 copies for physical copies to send to people. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I think it came out to like 39 uh, copies. That'd be like 54 backers or something like that, like are getting physical copies. Then I'll have a little extra to send. There's no way I'm doing like for the two variant covers, like another run of like 48 extra copies. Right. Right. And right, then you have to know. pay someone to make the cover on top of that and everything. So it was a lot of math. man. <laughs> but, uh, it was a lot. It's a lot that out, goes yeah. into it. Yes, like I used to eBay. Hope they're not. They're not, Philip. They're not. Uh, but uh, but so so sorry. Was that your first campaign? Uh, yeah, this is my first campaign. It is okay. It is, it, and and it was a successful campaign. You you. I think it, it ended two two days ago, right? I think it might have ended. I think February. Yeah, it ended. Uh, yeah, just like February six, so like a couple like 1 a.m. in the morning or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. my birthday. I just turned forty on the twenty fifth, and so I was like, congratulations. Thanks. Instead of doing like four week campaign, I was like, I'm doing three and a half. Cause like, after, I, like I want to be done on my birthday. I don't want to be doing, thinking about this shit afterwards. I was like, we're, we're setting well, a goal. That's it. Yeah. It's stress, man. It's what, what, what was JD's comment there, uh, Sam? It says, uh, sweat equity is great during startup. It is a good move, but eventually that catches up and you need to outsource production. And uh, usually your spouse will be. They find a way to like every place in the house. Yeah, or like, <laughs> all that shit for. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, so let's talk a little bit about 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 you, Ari. So, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Where did you grow up? Like, what 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 got you interested into comics? Tell us a little a little bit about yourself. Yeah, sure. So, I'm living in Toronto now. I grew up in mm -hmm. Montreal. Uh, I grew up as a, as an English Montreal or an Anglo, as we call ourselves, or as everyone else calls us. Uh, and uh, I, I've been around. I mean, I live uh, I live for a little bit uh, for uh, about half a year in Japan. I lived for a couple of years in the Netherlands. Uh, nice. Moved around for like school and stuff like that. But I came to Toronto to do uh, to do uh, to do grad school, and I just stayed. I mean, it's 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 one of those places. It's like if you're in Canada and you want to be in like the big city, this is the big city. Like right. there's other big cities, but like this is this is the place that has the most stuff. And like in terms of also like comic stores just to like talk about that for a sec i can walk 10 minutes west i have like the, one of the best comic stores in toronto i can walk 10 minutes south i have the other best one in Toronto. like that's it's awesome there's a lot going on in town that's close especially where i am i'm on i'm near called a comic uh it's like a, one of the major streets in toronto and there's like there's just everything going on in this area so i do that uh after comics i mean i've been reading comics since i was a kid uh 
Okay, I thought I lost you guys for a second. Still there? Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just want to make sure my M doesn't down or something. Yeah, I've been reading yeah, comics no, like cool. forever. I mean, uh, Batman, Spider-Man, like I remember after school there was a like a magazine store and I had a bus that I took home and the bus only came once every half an hour. And if you miss that bus, you're just like just standing there for like 29 minutes with like <laughs> a big ass backpack full of like super heavy books. So I just went to the comic store and they just had like a long box of like 25 cent comics and like that was how i spent nice. i was like I, would, I was the kind of guy who like if i saw the bus coming i had to make a decision like do i want to run up and catch this bus or do i want to take oh. half an hour and just like walk through the long boxes you know like right yeah the 25 cent yeah. long boxes that's awesome so 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 your your time in japan how long did you spend uh in japan uh, i spent well, i spent four months in japan it was i was going to spend six months but i spent the rest in uh, southeast asia traveling around because i was because it's cheaper <laughs> and really nice yeah. That was great. I moved to Japan thinking I was going to like go to a small town, maybe like I was like, I just want like a quiet Japanese. And then I like moved to Tokyo and didn't want to do anything else. I love Tokyo. Tokyo is amazing. Yeah. It's like a bunch nice. of little, a bunch of cities, each of which is like super expert in something just Definitely. smushed right together. It's like, wow. I want to go to like the one street that has like all of the musical instrument stores. And it's like, here we go. There it is. You'll spend forever like just. Uh, you want to play a guitar? Cool. The guy will take it down, tune the guitar for you, because it would be rude to give you a guitar that was untuned. Wow. Make sure it's perfect, and then like here you go, and just sit quietly while you play this like twenty thousand dollar guitar that you like Jeez. hope you don't break or something. Yeah. <laughs> Holy! <laughs> Did you pick up the language? Uh, I knew a little bit before. I picked yeah. a bit up. Yeah, uh, yeah, going there as well. I mean, uh, it was good. It was good enough that uh, by the end of the trip, my family came and we did a bit of internal traveling and. We went to some places in uh, like, you know, like like mountain towns and stuff like that and where nobody spoke English but me. Uh, so I was like the one guy who I had to like translate to my family and this confused, wow. like this innkeeper who was like trying to explain why the shoes have to be a certain way because there's rules for everything. And if you don't follow the rules, like you just don't understand, why are you even here? Wow. You know? So they'll, they expect you not to do any, they expect you not to know the rules because you're this like filthy foreigner who like clearly right. doesn't know anything, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. Which is kind of true. They're like very, very particular. But yeah, yeah. No, I had a great time there, and I, I probably would have stayed longer if I didn't, uh, didn't come back to do grad school. Right, right, right. Damn, man. So when did you pick up writing? Like when, when did the writing bug bite you? Uh, I started writing comics two years ago. I mm. had an idea for a story in my mind for like a while before that. I want to say like a year to like a year and a half before. And it was one of those things. Like I, I kept on finding reasons not to do it. I was, I've never written before creatively. I've like, you know, written academic stuff, uh, like, you know, write for work reports, whatever that kind of, you know, sort of professional, clear sort of writing, but I never had any sort of creative writing with, you know, characters and development and tension, whatever that shit, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so it was just sitting in my mind. It was like, as shortly after the pandemic started, I, I just kind of ran out of excuses not to do it. And I was like, every day I was like, oh, I can't do this project. I've got to do all these other projects that I do. And I was like, well, why can't I just try that? So, so I just sat down for a year and just every night I just wrote like a long ass story, which is now getting turned into a comic. It's uh, it was basically like two hundred sixty four pages, like uh, like a maxi series, like twelve issues, yeah. right? Awesome. Uh, and so I then I started talking to people. I was like, I I always wanted to write comics. I just because I I don't like really the way I prose writing. Like mm -hmm. it's just not mm -hmm. for me. It's just for some people it yeah. is. For some people, you know. Yeah. I was like, I love comics, as you can obviously tell from behind me. I was like, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. I love reading them. I love writing. Yeah. And then I went to people. I was like, so how do I turn this long ass story into a comic? And they're like, Have you written a comic before? And I was like, Nope. And they're like, <laughs> Maybe you want to write a comic. 
like a short one. I was like, really? They're like, yeah, right, right, four or five, six pages, you know. And so uh, the first thing I had published was uh, this. It's uh, Scott Snyder presents Tales from the Cloakroom. Uh, oh, we cool. ended up, yeah. So I joined uh, just like all, all my stuff. I did just sort of fallen ass backwards into like I found randomly the uh, Scott Snyder. Uh, <laughs> the Scott Snyder comic. Uh, uh, what was it the uh, the class that he was starting right. up? Uh, like just randomly, someone showed it to me, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." I think you know I like. Snyder. I wasn't like a mega Scott Snyder fan, but I read all his Batman. I read some of his other stuff, mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, this maybe I'll join him. Maybe I'll meet some people. You know, like I'll just see how this is done. And then immediately, like day one of the class, someone's like, hey, we should do an anthology. And I was like, oh yeah, well, I'm just gonna say yes because that's how you do things, right? You just say yes, and then go for it. Now you're committed. So right. you have to do you it, go right? for it. You know? Yeah. So yeah, so I got a, I got a story in there, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I, it was my first story, and then I got another story and another story, and by the and I'm in, I think four anthologies at this point i got like eight or nine shorts nice. that i wrote all like different genres different stuff i wanted to do like sci-fi horror right. so like what was a fantasy humor thing i was like i just want to work at that and, and then after this i was like okay cool i've done shorts what's the next step single issue right, right. uh am i doing the first issue of like an ongoing series i was like well i have a cool idea i have for like a total standalone story maybe i'm just going to do a one shot you know, so that also if like it fails or if people don't like it or whatever, you know, I can be like, okay, well, well, that's off to the side, you know, like, right. Right. so that's what I did. This is my first one shot. I just, uh, just finished. Uh, I'm now in the process of like, I just spoke to the, the printer today. You know, I, I just got like the last final, like uh, quote and everything for, for printing out everything. So after this, it's going to be going into, into the main series and then into the other main series that I'm writing. And like, that's just, awesome, man. Yeah, I've got Iron Man for the first one, so that's dope. Like, yeah, no, I, I like I, I like how you're doing it in stages, right? You started you started small, you know. Let me just write a couple of now. Now that you've done now that you've done different you know sizes as far as writing, do you find it? What do you find harder? Because for me, sometimes I find like short stories, like four pages, six pages, eight pages, are very hard to write because they're so you, you're full of ideas, and to narrow it down into like that amount of pages. It gets tougher. Do you find that that it gets tougher the smaller they are, or you're just like, no, nah, actually, I, I kind of like that. I, I, I really, I do like editing, uh, like take, like just trimming the fat off shit. And even now, the like my first like issue of like my ongoing series, like mm -hmm. I'm reading it now, and I'm just like, I, I gotta cut these like four pages. Although the the wow. art's done, like I'm putting the letters in, but it's just too late for this now. But like afterwards, I'm just like. You know, having looked at it with like like the editing eyes, now I'm just yeah, like, holy shit, yeah. there's a lot of fat still trim. Uh, right. I do like doing short stuff, but it is 100% a challenge. It's like mm -hmm. you got to get to the point, like page one, set up. Like, you know, right. like page right. two, like you're in act two already, right? Like right. you don't have time mm -hmm. for act, for, for you know, to flesh out act one. Like you're like off to the races right, right away. Uh, the shortest story I did was five pages, uh, which I, you know, like a one pager is tough. Uh, like just like unless you have like a very clear thing that you know like like unless you like know exactly what it's going to be like one pages are kind of tough but four four to six pages I, I don't find too tough as long as i know exactly what the story is like if you're like yeah. the story is this happens then that happens then this ends you're like okay so page one uh you know act one act three like page one like first page last page and then the rest just like yeah like you have four pages or ten pages or whatever it is and then you just have right. to figure out how best to do that 
Yeah. Uh, do you find yourself writing in, in page count now that you're doing comics? Like, do you find yourself writing in, okay, four pages, four pages, four pages to get to that 22 or 24 page count for the books? It's, it's funny. I don't really, I find myself okay. kind of writing in terms of uh, scenes. Actually, what I find I'm doing is okay. I, I have a beginning, an ending, and then I'm usually just like, shit, I got to like think a way to pull the taffy to stretch this idea out. And by the time I'm done, I'm just like, fuck, now I got to cut like four pages off. Like it's too, I pull yeah. the taffy too much. Like it's, it's way too stretched, you know? Taffy, so yeah. it's that like, it's that kind of like tension between expansion and contraction being like more flavor, more texture, and just like, nope, like get to the heart of the matter. You have 22, 24, whatever it is, pages. Like you just gotta like, that's your number. Gotta make that number. Right, uh, right. But because I go into these, because I've gone into everything, uh, so far, knowing what my page count's going to be, it's been mm. it's been a lot easier. It's been like, okay, I've got 24 pages to fill. I know I know kind of how that's going to, you know, I I've got like six scenes. I can't have any scenes being 10 pages, you know. Not that like I would anyway, but like you just can't, you know, like so. Yeah. So do you do you? I, I guess when you say you you have number of pages, who sets that number? You yourself are setting that number in your mind, or? Yeah. How, how do you how do you approach this? You're, you're almost like you're almost like saying to yourself, "Okay, I have these many pages. I'm not going to go beyond these pages." Is that what you're saying to yourself to kind of like yeah. keep yourself within that number? Yeah. Yeah. So for for the main ongoing, so I got two ongoing series I'm writing. One, the art is coming back, and I'll be doing Kickstarter for that. Hopefully, assuming everything works out in the fall, I think. And the other one, I'm I'm still looking for an artist. It's just like my editor is doing a second pass and everything. So. Uh, for the first one, it's 44 pages. I'm making them fat single issues. I don't know why. It just worked out that way when I started writing. It. Right. Like it just happened to be 44 pages. Now going back, I could probably be like, ah, probably should be 40 pages or whatever. But like I've kind of I've done that. So I'm like, well, you know, you know, maybe I'll change it. Maybe issue two will be 40. Maybe it won't be 44. Maybe right. issue, you know, right. but like it's it's indie stuff. You can do whatever you want. Exactly. Long as, yeah. That's a multiple that's... of four. Or, right. You know, right. I want the books a multiple of four, you know. Well, see, and, and the funny thing is, when you talk about it, now that I'm thinking about it, when you talk about indie books, your only, your only, I guess, the only thing that stops you is the print count, right? And how much is going to cost yeah. you to print those books? Sometimes that's 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 where the uh, where it lies. But but let's let's talk a little bit about Awakening, man. Um, I know yeah, that that sure. was the book that that you uh, had on Kickstarter <laughs> just 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 finished a couple of days ago. Um, tell us a little bit about Awakening and what it is. Yeah, so Awakening is a uh, Star Trek inspired sci-fi sort of self-contained one-shot story uh where the uh the main guy the navigator uh, lieutenant lao uh with their i'll just start the, there's the a starship it's on the uh the edge of an unexplored galaxy trying to figure out what is going on with this strange celestial anomaly very sort of classic star trek setup you know cruising space trying to figure something out and lao from page one he, he gets knocked over and he starts just turning right to the reader and like seeing things that nobody else in the ship is seeing. And so then it, the question is, what is going on with this guy? Like, mm -hmm. is he, what is he seeing? Is it real? Is it not real? And then everyone will have a reaction to that. And then, and then the plot goes interesting places. Uh, so uh, what I wanted to do is I want to sort of play off two things. The, the first is I want to have a Star Trek story. I kind of like the idea of just like writing a Star Trek story without any actual Star Trek characters, but using the uh, the structure of it, you know, if you read it like page one, you're looking at it, you're like, I know who this guy is, you know, he's clearly like he's a, you know, he's the navigator of the ship or whatever. The other person's the right. med person, you know, so right. it helps you sort of get right off the races without having to do too much sort of thinking about it. 
And, uh, I, you know, I love Star Trek. I think sci-fi is great. And I think this particular type of story really works well with sci-fi. Yeah. And uh, the second thing I want to do is I want to play on that comic tradition that goes back probably to when people started, you know, scribbling, like the very beginning, uh, you know, with characters either addressing readers or addressing their writers. Uh, you know, the fourth wall breaking and gotcha. being like, yeah, yeah. it looks like he's breaking the fourth wall. It looks like he's seeing something, but is he? And if so, what is, it? you know, and to sort of play off that ambiguity until you, you know, till the end, till you have the resolution where, you know, is, is he think, is he's fictional? Is he think he's in a, is that right? You know, to, uh, yeah. And so it deals with sort of issues of, you know, sort of issues of like faith and revelation. Like, you know, he's had an awakening. He's seeing something that no one else is seeing. And everyone's got to like deal with the fact that there is, as far as they can tell, a kind of a crazy guy who's like yeah. saying something that as the reader, you know, in a purely like, if he's looking at him, it's like, there's something out there. Like as a reader, you're like, yeah, there's something out there. I'm out there. Like, you know, obviously he's like clued into what's really happening, but like, that's the thing, is he? And there, there goes the story. Thank you. The Schwartz yeah. is always very much with me. <laughs> so, but, so this is, so you, you managed to tell the story in 20 pages. It's a yeah. one shot. Now that it's done, do you have ideas or maybe want to write more based on those characters now that it's done? Or you're kind of like, okay, I'm done with this. I'm moving on to the, the story that I want to tell, the 12, the 12 issue story that I want to tell now. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm moving on just because like I got to move on conceptually, but right. I never say never. I mean, yeah. I wrote a story for, uh, uh, oh yeah, well, this one, uh, the uh, Tales from the Cloakroom called Chosen. And I'm actually, I've included Chosen as a backup story in Awakening because it goes really well together with it. And when you'll read it, you'll you'll see what's going on. Yeah. Uh, also a sci-fi story. It's sort of a Green Lantern style kind of mythos uh, thing where some guy's chosen. He's given this like jacket from space and he's going off and joining this core. And, and it's asked, what is the nature of actually being chosen? You look like, you know, as, as you read the story, you realize like, you know, his his space heroes are slightly less than heroic. So, you know, like why him? Is he special? What does it mean to be special? You know, gotcha, gotcha, uh, yeah. but everyone who's read this has been like, yo, this is cool. Like, like mm -hmm. we want more of this, you know, we want these guys we want. So it, it's, it's neat. You know, I never intended this to be a, uh, 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 a continuing thing. Right, like the right. feedback I've gotten has been just like, Hey, like this is fun, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, you never you know, know, dude. You never know. You never, you never know. know what's gonna hit. You really never know what's gonna hit. So, so what are the plans for for Awakening now that it now that the campaign is over? Let's say, for example, people wanted to get some of your books or some of your stories. How do they go about doing that? Uh, so currently, I'm not really selling anything other like on, online. I don't have like a, a web presence on that. Mm -hmm. uh, I am gonna get a couple copies in some uh, stores locally. So yeah. if anyone's in Toronto, I'll be. Uh, I mean, you can reach out to me. I'll, I'll sell you a copy virtually, you know. But like, I'm I'm gonna uh, put stuff on on some actual shelves around town, which is pretty fun. Cool. Cool. Uh, I think the biggest. I mean, the biggest thing is it's gonna be just like I think a pretty small, relatively small run, like either fifty or sixty mm -hmm. print copies. I, I still I still haven't figured out because I'm not. I need to think about cons and tabling and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah. you don't want nothing, but you don't want to order like 200 copies and be stuck with, you know, this like book that's never going to move. Right. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's all like, it's, it's been a lot of that, a lot of figuring things out. But yeah. uh, I mean, my, my hope is that uh, less so for awakening, but more for future works, at least ongoing series, I want to get them into stores, uh, yeah. like into physical, you know, like actual, like on the shelf and people p picking them up and stuff. Whether or not that is, you know, helped by a publisher or if I pitched a publisher, whether I do like fully indie, I'm still working on that. Uh, 
that's that's what the next big question is do i go to like you know scout comics for example and be just like hey here's my story or do i yeah. you know just say oh forget that what can you know what can an indie publisher do for me that i can't do for myself i crowdfunded you know like <laughs> i mean they could probably do a lot of shit but you know like i it's it's all these decisions i gotta make now but i mean fortunately i'm part of this like pretty cool comic community yeah. a lot of people who took the scott snyder class and you know my my editor is like really really good and so like you're getting a lot of like useful feedback from people but mm -hmm. at the end of the day like i gotta make all the calls and yeah i'll just yeah. i'll just make them as they come i guess you know there you go so what, what any any conventions you have set up coming up uh this year at all have you thought about uh, where you're going to be no i would i wanted to the one convention i do want to do in, in toronto is called the toronto comic arts fest or tcaf that's like the big comic comic uh right. thing there's like comic-con and fan expo and i might be in fan expo this fall i haven't applied yet i, I know there's a waiting okay. list uh and it, but it's also it's like it's it's expensive and i'm like you know mm -hmm. for the person mm -hmm. who's got like the one comic out there is it good to be like drop whatever 600 bucks or something for like a table plus all the yeah. other stuff you have to get for the table would be like to get i don't know 50 dollars or whatever it is like in return just to get your name out or is that the kind of thing you're like wait till you get another couple books something else you can sell you know uh i'm i'm hoping next year is going to be my my first big con year uh i think i i could have done it this year if i pushed things a little if i pushed things a little like earlier but uh we'll see i mean who knows maybe i'll uh try for some other places around i, I would love to to travel to, to the states and do stuff there yeah as well. that'd be great but that's that'd be great. that's always like you just have to getting on a calendar and make the decision to do it and do and it just do it right and just do it absolutely yeah. right i mean i i'd love to go out to, to canada and check out some of the stuff that you guys got going on over there because i feel like there's a big there's a big uh indie market indie community out there also the problem is george won't make it past customs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no i gotta be careful i gotta be careful yeah, yeah. You're all up in no, your meds yeah no 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 keep the meds in the bag keep the meds in the bag uh no ari this has been great man thank you so much for coming on this has been a lot of fun Good luck with everything you're doing, dude. Um, and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll see more stuff from you uh, in the near future. Yeah, likewise. Yeah, brother. Come on, guys. Uh, yeah, no, no. Have a good one, bud. Take care. Yes. Congratulations again on your successful launch. Thanks a lot. Uh, peace, buddy. Awesome. All right. So that was Ari Gross. Check out his uh, website. It's um, In fact, uh, the link is in the chat, but it's also um, it's in the summary. But here's a link to his website. If you want to give it a shot, check out um, all that he has to offer. There's a lot of stuff in the pipeline, which is pretty dope. Um, again, it's always great talking to a lot of different creators, um, mm -hmm. different perspectives, and uh, especially when they're, they're breaking into the game um, and they, they're coming in hot. So that's pretty dope. Yeah. There's so many questions, right? So many unanswered questions when you come in. For yeah, if you check, yeah. Guys, if you check out his, his bio, he's a certified nuclear energy worker, an English teacher in Tokyo, a historic scientific instrument collector, curate, collection curator. I mean, a, a worm viewer designer. Uh, a doctor of philosophy i mean it's like when i read this i was like remember that show on t uh, it was on nbc called the pretender the guy yeah. was everybody but nobody right you know he was like he was pretending to be everybody you know, where's this going Sam? where's this going <laughs> that's what i'm saying he wears all these hats who is he okay. really right oh, it's okay, like okay he, you know stop acting up george stop acting he, up he needs a spinner at the table no i listen no, no. He he sounds like a very, very smart, very smart man. He's forty years old. I thought I thought he was a uh, you know like in his twenties. Yeah, I thought it was just fresh out of high school, bro. <laughs> dude, the dude looked mad. Yeah, he's like I just turned forty. I was like, what? no. But he's a, he's a certified nuclear energy worker. No, it's probably the nuclear I, energy that's keeping him young. 
That's what yeah. I'm trying to say. <laughs> nah, man. He's, yeah, no, he's he's done a lot of things. So definitely check out his stuff. Check out the uh, the the what you call it, the, the website. What what is Mark saying? The CIA, James, That's what I people. said. I said, yo, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we've been infiltrated. They infiltrated the crazy camp. Oh, man. That's why uh, George is in an undisclosed location right now. That's right. And you keep talking about a custom. Stop. You can't keep telling people these things, man. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, my God. I have to give anybody up or give it his location. It's right here. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. If anybody is out there hanging out with Sam and you do something illegal, make sure... That you're not with Sam because he your will rat you will. out. He'll rat you I out. Know. I was in security for 15 something. years, bro. Let me tell you something. You're just, you know who would rat you out too? Jonathan. You and Jonathan would rat anybody out. Be like, I'm not going out for you. I'm not going yes. out for you. Yes. You guys would rat anybody out. What do we got in the Dude, chat? What's going on? I'll, I'll, Listen, I'll, I'll, we missed a lot. Of, we missed a lot. You were just kind of flashing the things. There were, there were a lot of good things. There's a Michael. You got some good material. Uh, he's bathing. What? See, you're going too fast again. Let's sit on that. Let's enjoy the chat. Oh, it's not going to know. Bathing in the fountain. Yes. We can start comments now. When we what? Listen, I'm not, I should have turned these lights off. Presentations, bro. I should have not let you guys know where I was. If you're, you're innocent, like, oh. you don't have to worry about me giving you up. But if you're guilty, I'm like, salute. You, you, you make people sound guilty. Yo, I'll bro. send you comments. It'll be bro. innocent. It'll be innocent. You just make people sound guilty. That's just what you do. Oh, you bro. you embellish. You're a little bit of a bit of an embellishment, just a little bit. Just I, a little. I said, yeah, Anna. Look at look at yeah, Anna. Yeah, Anna. Yeah, exactly. Yo, yo, Mark's got it right. Self preservation yes. scam. That's exactly That's who it. Sam is. That's who he is. That's who that's he is. Hey, yo, big cool. shout, big shout out. Listen, big shout out to Mark Torres from It Came From The Radio. He was celebrating his 20th year on the air for his show. Yo, his first, his first, years, guest bro. Ever, his first guest ever was Moses, bro. Wow. <laughs> he said, wow. he goes, tell us how you parted the sea, Moses. <laughs> 20 years. His first guest was Moses. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> what, what did Mike say? What did Michael say? Enjoy the witness protection. I, I cannot, I can neither confirm nor deny. Because, yo, Ray, where are you at? Ray coming out. Yo, there's a lot of people. Listen, big shout out to everybody who's tuning in tonight. Thank you so much for coming out. This has been fun. It was hard to guess. <laughs> Damn, Mo! Did you call him Mo? You like, hey, Mo? What's going on? Mo, Mo, yo, yeah, bro. Shout out, no, but shout out because we we were on. Well, back in the days, what was it? What oh six, oh six? Yeah, we were on Long, Mark Island. Um, Long Island days. Yeah, back yo. in the day. No, right here. George, we got you back. Yeah, you got your back far back until this time when they come in with the with the port with the silver cuffs, and then he's like, "Yo, I'll say I'll send you soap on the rope. Don't worry about it." He's like, "Yo, no, put your hands on your back. Put your hands on your back. That's what he meant." Yo, you know, well, you know, it's funny because in my wallet, I was going through through the checkpoint at the airport, and it kept going off. I got nothing, and then so, but as I took my wallet, put in my bag, I realized I have a cuff key in my wallet, just in case. You're a freak. You're a freak. You got, you got, you got, you got You're a freak. That's just what it is. You're a freaking freak, bro. Oh no, don't go get him. Oh God, what are you going to get? What? Oh, see, you're a freak, bro. You're a freak. Listen, what you doing? You spend time, bro. 
Keep that up the show. I'm glad you kept the audience, the, the mature audience going up there. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, I got my cuff keys. You never know. Well, it's like, yeah, this is from my, my security you days. You never but know what? What did you, you ever know? know? It makes you know you're back of a patrol car and you're innocent. I'm like, all right. What? Why you would you be in the back of a car? Why would that ever happen? You. Hanging out with you. Hanging out with you. You got the shitty eyes. <laughs> Hanging out with me. Yo, Yo you're safe with your me. Honor, get your meds was a front. All right? Get your meds. Michael, you're, right. you're, make, you're making me sick you're making me don't tell you. Don't tell yeah. you. Why did they get the, why do you think they call him the dreamer? Because once they yeah. get the meds, they start dreaming. Yeah, there's no there's no balconies like that. I know what you're talking about, Mike. I know what you're talking about. Making George sick again. Yes, but it's who has a key in their wife for I don't understand. So wait, let me ask you a question. Now see now, now we're going down a rabbit hole. Uh oh. So you have a key in your wallet. Uh-huh. What is this, like a skeleton key? Like this key opens up any lock in the world or you just know how to pick locks? Is that what you're telling me? No, this is a cuff key. Oh, it's, it's a, a piece of cuff. I mean, pardon me. I, I'm not I'm not a criminal. <laughs> what what is what is what is a cuff key for those okay. who you know don't 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 partake in, in those kind of activities? This, this right here. I know, but does that open every single freaking cuff? Yeah. Like you're telling me, if you get cuffed, cuff. you're gonna be able to open it with that. That's what you're there's only me. one there's only one standard issued cuff, and that opens it up. Oh, <laughs> I like how you said that. I like how you said that. Like, you know, there's only one. Oh my god! <laughs> you just, you just, <laughs> you never know. You know, yeah. and then I always what? carry cuffs because you never know if you have to make a citizen. You always of carry cuffs. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm done. No, no, you better be ready to be ready to jump. Twenty-one jump street. Listen, listen, John Depp. What the hell are we doing here? This kid is freaking. Oh my god! What was the guy that came in after Johnny Depp? It was Richard Crico. Crico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great show! Though. Great show! I, I, when I your back say, is to the wall, that's a great show. That's a great show. Uh, yo, they got it twenty-four oh, hours here in Texas. That, <laughs> <laughs> yo, did you watch the buy my book? Or else I'll call you. You know what? Now that you think about it, like this kid's taking his cuffs to freaking conventions and stuff. Oh my! Yo, God. the scene with Jonah Hill. Uh, wait, wait, wait! When he when he finds out that he slept with his decapitated daughter. <laughs> Yeah, that is a good remake. That is probably one of the best remakes yeah. as far as movies go. But the original show was a joint. If if it's zip ties, I'm 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 done because I can't think of my hands are down. I'm done. I was like, I'm going down. I was like, because I'm locked up. I won't let me out. I thought he had a pair of scissors in his other freaking pocket. I was like, nobody knows the trouble I've seen. It's over. Oh, I'm going down this river. Took, this took a turn. This took a turn. <laughs> just, I don't know where this went. And I'm not even drinking, which is even the best that's, part of it. That's crazy. That's, you just have a lot of energy, my friend. I imagine if I had a sip. Oh, it's on. It's that's right. <laughs> Go to the next level. Oh, man. Hey, God. That's right. Hey, God. Really? <laughs> He's got a ball, bro. He's got all, all the hits. All the hits. That's all it. the hits. Nothing but the hits. Nothing but the hits. Oh, good times. Good times. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. We will be back next week. Who do we, do we have a guest next week, Sam? Do we know? We do. What's on yeah, next we week? do. Uh, we uh, do. Uh, so let me see. Who do we have next week? I think I know who it is. 
Let me see. You think? You think you know? I think it's, I think it's a return guest. Um, All right. Yeah, it's Lori Calcaterra. <laughs> Look at this. Yes. Lori's here next. But she did say that. I was actually on her show this morning. We were talking to her yes. about this. All right, that's so Lori's back. Yes, a fellow Texan. Right. Yeah, yes, she's, all right, that's going to be fun. She's, she's fellow fun. Texan and independent filmmaker. She's using drones <laughs> to make movies. <laughs> we have a Yes, yes. yes. Path yes. of the Trail Rider. Check that out. Yo. I think that's what she's promoting. I don't know if she's launching it or she there, there's a there's a landing page for it. But yeah. uh, number three is coming out soon. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome yeah. stuff. Awesome stuff. Sure, have you ever watched it? Uh, yes. Yes, I have. Yeah? Yes. yes. Tell us about it. it was no, that's, that's, that's all I got. Minutes? That's all I'm going to tell you. That's all. <laughs> you asked me a question. I answered the question, Your Honor. Your Honor. I answered it's the not question. fun. It is Truthfully. not fun. Truthfully, I answered the question, and that was it. I, I, I was not fun. Derelicts. Derelicts. I was driving dirty, bro. I was riding dirty. I was riding dirty. I was riding dirty. Oh, man. No. Yeah. Oh, oh, it, me and my friends were doing pull-ups. We were doing pull-ups. <laughs> we are doing a pull-up <laughs> contest. You know it's how they like have those, true. what do they call it, the scaffolds? When they're, yeah. doing, they're doing work on a building? So yeah. it was scaffolds. So we started doing pull-ups, and the light went off on the, on the thing. So we thought we might have busted something. Next year, you know? Undercovers came with their guns drawn, <laughs> threw us all up on the wall. My friends like, "Why are you touching us?" And they smacked them. Why are you touching <laughs> us? And then the other guy says, "My father's a lawyer." Then he got smacked. Pop. And I was like, "Oh man, it was horrible. It was horrible." Oh they cuffed us all up because we were doing pull-ups. I said, "Now imagine if we were actually criminals. We'd be dead. We'd probably, they probably put us in the underground." Not only they cuff you, they smacked you up a little bit. They, they rocked you up. up. You know, it was like they're like, get out of our neighborhood. I said, We live in this neighborhood, sucker. It's like smack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a skit. This is a freaking like this is an in living color skit right here. You can so right, you can say anything. He's like, What's your badge number? This is it. <laughs> I said, I said, I'm not gonna answer what because three of them got smacked. It was like six of us. Three of my friends got smacked, and I said, I'm staying silent. I'm not saying one word. I said, I like my face just like the way it is. Hell no! Smacking kids upside the head. Oh man! Tune in next week uh, for, for the continuation of this of this tale. Oh, ah, dude! Uh, nah, good times, good times, good times. Yes, Excellent. with with that, with that said, we do definitely appreciate. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, hit that like button, share it with a friend, let the world know where you come to to find all the latest indies in the independent community because when the craze grows the independent grows we want more eyes on us so we have more eyes on our guests and we appreciate everybody who's come out tonight um and don't forget to sign up for the launch of the graphic novel volume number one there's an alien in my toilet landing page is live thank you for the 18 people who signed up already i appreciate you and if you're in pr puerto rico i'm coming i'm coming puerto rico let's get ready to party it's gonna be fun i'm looking uh. forward to that and uh, don't forget, check out <laughs> next week. What fluffy cuffs? <laughs> the fluffy cuffs. I know the pink ones, right? And uh, oh, and go check out a kid in a comic on Facebook and on Instagram. Uh, wow. Again, um, my duty for comic strip hit stores in the summer, so it's going to be pretty, pretty dope. Um, and yeah. check out Get Your Meds. Get All your right. meds with a Z dot com. Yeah, check so it out. Wanna, so this way you get your, your meds and you can start dreaming. But uh, with that said, we appreciate everybody. Thank you, uh, our guest, Ari Gross. Check out his website. Thank you, everybody in the chat. There's so many. Yes. I can't, can't even say all of you. Thank you so much for coming yes. out and supporting. Um, with that said, I'm Sam the Crazy Man Vera. George the Dreamer Medina. Please. And we are 
out. Crazy. Now I was talking about my friend Aquis. I met him. Oh. Say my name, say my name. Right? <laughs> oh, this is what you were thinking? Oh, oh you're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze. You are listening to Catch the Craze. Catch the Craze. You're listening to Catch the Craze.